You're listening to Purposeful Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Yolanda Postel, and I'm here to encourage you to be bold, step out on faith, and be the amazing woman God has called you to be. Let's get into this episode. Are you ready to achieve your goals? Are you willing to remove distractions to work on them? Have you taken any time to think about your goals? Have you taken a look at the goals you made in January or even last year? Have you made any progress on the goals that you've written down? Or better yet, have you even written them down at all? If you haven't made any progress, or if you haven't even started working on your goals, well, it's time to start. We're getting ready to enter into the fourth quarter of the year. Every day that passes is another day you could have achieved something, that you could have made progress. However, if you never start, you never finish. So it's time for you to remove the distractions and get to work. In order to begin working on your goals, you have to know what they are. So if you haven't taken time to write down any of your goals, take a few minutes right after this podcast, or you can even pause and do it now if you want. But set aside some time today to write them down. You can write down three short-term goals and three long-term goals that you want to achieve in six months. It's helpful to write them down so that you can see them. This will help embed them in your mind. And also, you can go back and take a look and review them periodically. When you have your goals written down, you are definitely more likely to achieve them. And have that constant reminder in front of you. So writing them down is numero uno, number one. Because if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. If you don't have a starting point, how do you have anything to end with? So when you're writing everything down, start with the end in mind and begin working backwards. So what are the steps you have to take to achieve each goal? Do you need to go to school? Do you need to get a certification? Um, Is your goal to make more money? Start working on your list. In order to achieve your goals, you have to get rid of distractions. And I think that is one of the most difficult things to do. When you hear the word distractions, you may automatically think of something negative, but distractions are not always bad things. Distractions can oftentimes be things that are fun and entertaining, (laughs) but there are times when we must put them aside if we are going to achieve our goals. For example, you're a writer. You haven't had 
a chance to write during the week. But you know, you've got some spare hours on the weekend. Weekend rolls around and you get invited to an event, a lunch with your girlfriends, dinner. You have a choice. Are you going to work on that project that's important to you? Or are you going to procrastinate and wait another week or a few more days before you get started? The question is, what's more important? What do you value more? It's difficult, I know, especially if you are a social butterfly. But are you going to regret it if six months later rolls around and you've made no progress? Or you didn't reach the goal in the desired time frame that you wanted because you didn't sacrifice the time you needed to start working on your project or whatever you had in mind. So if you're going to be filled with regret tomorrow, make the right decision today. Then, of course, there are those electronic distractions Television is probably the most common one. If you don't watch TV, bravo. That means you have a lot of times on your hands to work on the goals you have in mind. And that's amazing. But TV is one of the biggest time wasters out there. There are statistics that say people's income levels are impacted by how much television they watch. In fact, people with higher income tend to watch less television compared to those with lower income. I wonder, it's not a sign of intelligence, but I wonder, is it because the hours that are spent watching TV could have been used to do something more productive instead? I'll never know, but I can only assume that that's probably the case. But then there is the excuse, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. Well, the best way to find out how you're spending your time is to do a time audit to determine what you're really doing with the time that you have. Are you watching TV in the morning? Are you watching it in the evening? Is it your phone? Certain people? Social media? You won't know if you have not taken the time to figure out how much time you're really wasting. Are you using your time for positive things like working out or special projects? If so, that's great. By all means, continue doing that. Doing a time audit, it will just give you an honest look at your schedule and see what you've got going on. And how you can spend more time doing what you love or show you where you can cut certain activities or unproductive um, things that you're doing out of your schedule so that you can squeeze in more time to work on your goals. It allows you just really to take a look and determine what the time wasters are can be a little bit of a pain, but I think it's well worth it. If you have your cell phone, it makes it so much easier to track how you're spending your time. 
You can open an app or you can just do a little note, but you can at least plug in your activity and get an honest look on how you're spending your days. I recommend tracking your time for at least three to five days to truly get an idea of how you're spending your time and include a couple of weekend days in there as well. So you can see um, where you may have time on the weekends to work on things as well. But when it comes to distractions, two of the biggest ones that we just can't seem to avoid, well, we can if we choose, our phone and social media. People spend hours on social media, and I admit, I have been guilty of it. I'll pick up my phone to check on a few posts, and what was meant to be, you know, one or two minutes, I end up scrolling 10, 15 minutes. And how many people do you know that are on social media for hours at a time? I know sometimes I go on there and I'm nosy and I see somebody's light on and some people are on there a lot. They might be saying the same thing about me. I don't know. (laughs) But social media, it is a big time waster. So if you're spending hours on end um, taking in social media and it's taking time away from the things that you could be doing for yourself, for your business, for um, your education, or any other goals that you're trying to achieve, hey, it's, it's time to cut that out. You could be taking that time, maybe instead of taking a look and looking at everybody else's page, post about your own business goals. Or... Take that time to really work on you. If you have 30 minutes to post on social media, then you've got 30 minutes to work on your goals. It's just that simple. So take your time and do something that will improve your life. Social media, I think it's great. It's fun to connect. It's fun to see what people are doing. There's so many great things about it. And then there's a lot of negative things about it too. But it is one of the biggest time wasters out there. And I know some of you use social media to unwind. Is it more worth it to work on and achieve your goals? You may not spend a lot of time on social media. That may not be your thing. You may not watch TV. But... Maybe you spend a lot of time streaming. That's your vice. You like to binge watch a lot of movies and shows on Netflix or Hulu. How many hours are you streaming on your phone, your iPad, or whatever? Can that time be cut down or even cut out? Anything to help get you on the right path. And we are just bombarded with so many distractions in this world. It really comes down to a matter of choice. Making a decision on what's more important to you. Because 
the distractions just steal time away that you can't get back. I'm not going to tell you to go cold turkey, to cut everything out. You know how it is when you go on a strict diet. Because I don't know about you, I've done it. My weakness is ice cream. But you go on a strict diet. You try to do too much too soon. You cut out the bread. You cut out the sugar. Everything at once. But the next thing you know, you are binging. So going cold turkey doesn't work. It it doesn't. But it does require discipline. If you watch two hours of TV a night, cut back to one. If you spend an hour on social media, try cutting it back to 30 minutes instead. Find little ways to fit the time in to work on those items on your list. You have the time if you make it. I know someone that constantly tells me they don't have time to work on their goals. They have their goals written down. They know what they want to achieve. Although they say they don't have time, they watch about four hours of television a day. So they're not being honest with themselves. Yes, they do have time. The time is there. So to all of you out there that are using that as an excuse, it's time to put that excuse away. You have time. All you have to do is just identify where the holes are, where the leaks are, so you can patch them up. You can start working on things and make it happen. But it takes discipline. And I think that's one of the hardest things sometimes is to give up certain things to get what you want. But that's life. Life is give and take. We can't have everything. We have to make a choice. And so it is with our time and how we spend it. Now, after you've done all the work, you've audited your time, and you've identified your time wasters, it's time to get started on your plan. Pick one goal and start working on it immediately. And There could be a couple of goals that you work on simultaneously, if possible. For example, if one of your goals is to lose weight, you know that you've got to A, change your diet, and B, exercise. So there could be a couple of goals that go hand in hand that you can work on simultaneously. That is great. But make sure that you have your goals that will be number one, two, and three, and that you set a timeline for each one of them. Another thing that is helpful is having an accountability partner. It could be someone with a similar goal in mind or um, someone that's just working on something similar to you. So consider partnering up with them. 
and you can encourage each other. Again, fitness, obviously, is an area where it can be helpful. You're working out, they're working out, you help each other. If you're a writer, maybe you're part of a writer's group where you check in every week and you talk about the progress of the book you're writing on. Or if you are in a business mastermind group where you get together and hold each other accountable for your projects that you're working on. There's so many different ways that you can set up an accountability partner for yourself. The accountability partner can also be a friend or someone that works in the same field that you do, but they are someone that you commit to checking in with periodically regarding your progress. Make sure it's someone you trust that is not flaky because if they're flaky, they certainly cannot help you. (laughs) So pick someone that you know is reliable, that you can trust, and that is firm and will not give excuses or let you slide. They will ask you about your progress weekly or whatever date you have scheduled for your check-ins. So don't let them slide. The question that we, you have to ask yourself, and we've all had to ask ourselves, is how bad do you want it? That goal that you have written down, that you want to achieve, how bad do you want it? What are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to sacrifice those few times of going out a month? Are you willing to sacrifice the social media? Are you willing to sacrifice the TV, the Netflix, the Hulu? What are you willing to sacrifice? You got to give up something to get something. We can't have everything. Life is give and take. It's negotiation. And in this case, you're negotiating with yourself. You've got to give up those things that don't matter so that you can work on the things that matter most to you and make a difference in the lives of those that matter most to you. Now, last year, 2020, that was a year that I was forced to take a look at how I was spending my time. And I believe that I was not alone. I had to come to terms with the fact that I was a big time waster. I mean, I wasted so much time on just silly stuff. I had to get serious about my goals and just put away the excuses. The excuses were not helping me at all. They were just delaying the things that I was trying to achieve. So put away the excuses. Stop saying you don't know and do what you've got to do to find out what you need to do. Because saying you don't know, that's also a big time waster. Get out there, do the research. You can find pretty much anything you want online. Of course, there's limits to the information you can get online, but at least it can get you going in the right direction. If you need to hire someone to get you to the next level, then do that. Get someone that can help you. If you've got to find out educational resources that are online, 
that you can utilize, be it free or paid, do it. If your money is funny and you can't get a coach, then rely on the free resources until you can afford to pay for that course or program that will help give you the next step in your journey. Start where you're at and put your money aside so that you can take that that course or get that help that you need from that expert in your field. And surround yourself with like-minded people. I think the people around you can be a hindrance if you allow it to be. It's important to surround yourself with people that have goals, that are working on something, and that don't simply just waste their time all day. As the old saying goes, birds of a feather flock together. So if you're around four people doing nothing, you are probably going to be the fifth. So spend your time with people that are productive, people that are doing something with their lives. Use your time wisely. Because time, that's the most precious thing we have in this life. And once the time allotted to us is gone, we don't get it back. And so often, we take it for granted that we have another day. We take for granted that we can do something next week, next month. But we don't know what life brings. We don't know how things will change. The things that were here today could be gone tomorrow. And you just don't know what will be in the future. We don't know what life brings. So you've got to make a plan to achieve your goals. When you go to college, you make an education plan to get to the end, which is to get your degree. It's the same thing with everything else in life. Start with the end in mind and work back. And I guarantee you, things will work out. And when you get to that point where you can check everything off your list, don't forget to go celebrate. Tell everybody about your wins. Find ways to enjoy the moment. And keep a journal to track the the changes of the things that you achieved. So it can be an encouragement to you. When you do, write down the dates that you reached your goal. Because I have a journal where I do that. I have a list of everything I wanted to achieve and I write down the dates where it came to pass and it's encouraging to me. And some of the things that are encouraging are the things on that list that at the moment in time, I thought they were impossible. I thought that it was something that it just looked so daunting, but I was able to achieve it. I was able to jump over that hurdle and check that thing off my list. That is just one of the most 
encouraging things for me and I keep it so that when my children get older, my grandchildren come along. I don't have any grandchildren yet, but when that day comes, I will have this journal of things that I achieved. And it's also a testament to the blessings of God and the favor that he's had on my life. And so I want to pass that along to my children, not just words of faith, but to allow them to actually see the hand of God, how he's moved on my life and how he removed obstacles for me and made ways for me. So I'm glad I wrote down my goals and I just encourage you to do the same. Use your time wisely. Get around people that are doing something with their lives. Find people that you can be accountable to. People that will encourage you and you can encourage them and just be a help to each other. Because we all have a choice. And you don't want to be that person always talking about one day I'm going to. One day I'm going to do this. One day I'm going to do that. Don't be the person that talks about it. Be the person that's doing it. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Put some action behind those words. Remove the distractions. Remove the time wasters. And get started. You only have one life. So use your time wisely. Well, that concludes this week's podcast. Go to movingtowardspurpose.com to download the free mini guide, Four Steps to Align Your Life with Your Purpose. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Yolanda M. Postel. Be sure to subscribe to Purposeful Woman Podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or whatever platform you choose to listen to each episode at your convenience. To hear each new episode dropped weekly, tune in to QueendomGlobalNetwork.com on Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Central, and 12 p.m. Eastern. And as you go through your week, be bold, be empowered, break through fear, walk in faith, and allow God to lead and guide you.